Welcome to Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Tyler. Each week, we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? It's Ryan. It's Tyler. Weird little recording thing going on here at the beginning of... uh, the Zoom recording, so a little late there. But episode 60, for those uh, those loyal listeners last week, you know, I was a little ahead of the game. Tried to call last week episode 60. It was not. It was episode 59, and it was a good one. So hopefully you, uh, you listened to that. A lot of people um, mentioned last night that they had, so it was good. And they actually knew one of the things to talk about, so they weren't lying. Um, but if you haven't, make sure you go back, listen to episode 59. Because we're bringing it to you today, episode 60. Before we dive in, just so much happening. So much to talk about. First and foremost, shout out to everybody that came to the picnic on Saturday. Yeah, that was, it was a good time. Good times. Had by all. It was a good time. Burrow Lake Park. A little out there. A little out there. Burrow Lake Park's out there a little bit. So, uh, good time, man. Good turnout. Good food. You were man in the, man in the grill. Yeah, man. The two grill setup. Haven't seen that a lot. Uh, they had the two grills there. Yeah. That That was important or else we would have been eating at seven o'clock at night. Yeah. Definitely wouldn't have gone well. Definitely wouldn't have gone well, but it was good. It was a fun time. Yeah. Good time. Good Good weather. Good weather. A lot of games. We had batter ball. We had cornhole. We had basketball. We had football. We had badminton, frisbees. I mean, what the hell? We had a pig. We had a goddamn pig. (laughs) We had a pig. Oh, there was a pig. We had dogs, pigs. I mean... It doesn't get any better than that. So thank you to uh, everybody that came out. Uh, Hopefully you had a good time as well, but we definitely did. So that was Saturday. And then Sunday. Sunday, we've been talking about it for weeks. Mm. It's been on the chalkboard in Cheswick for weeks. We've been training for months. And it all came down to this. Sunday, 4.30 a.m., wake up. Moraine State Park, the mighty Moraine Man 2021 Spring Race. Tyler, I will give you the floor. How was it? We've been we've been building it up. We've been acting a little uh, worried about things. How'd we do? How'd we feel about it? Just you know, a lot of people were asking yesterday because you weren't here in the evening. Fill them in. Let them know. I was freaking out at the beginning. Okay. I was, all right. So go on. Yeah. 4 30 in the morning, wake up call. One, that sucks. My dog woke me up at 3 30. So I was up then. Uh, dog was ready to go. I was not happy. Uh, got up there early, pulled in, pulled near Ryan's truck, got out of the car. First thought, the hell am I doing? There were a lot of people that knew what was going on. A lot of people. And I did not know what was going on. Yeah, I don't like crowds in general. Yeah, I'm not big on that either. Like, I hate going, like, if it was go to, like, game seven of the World Series, but, like, you know, it's going to be sold out and packed, I would just not go. It's like, I hate being around a lot of people in general. I just, I don't know, I just feel awkward and out of place. I just don't like it. Yeah. A lot of people there. And then, yeah, like you said, a lot of people that um, knew what they were doing. At least were looking the part, maybe more than us. I mean, they had some legit bikes. They had some serious uniform type 
get ups on. I mean, they had like the full like everything you needed for the transition and like yeah, baskets like, yeah. and like, we were just kind of wandering around. We had shopping bags for <laughs> our stuff. Like we were just kind of we were hacks. figuring it out. But uh, yeah, a little hectic, a little unsure where to go. But what very well run event. I mean, yeah, they smooth. did. They did. They did a good job. Everybody running. was helpful. It was, yeah, it was nice. So we get there. A lot of people. A lot of people freaking out. A little freaking bit. out. We finally go. We, go as we start approaching the uh, approach the starting line. Here. Uh, so approach the start line. Realize how many people are actually there. Hey, those boobies were out there. And the boobies were fucking out there, man. The amount of times that you told me the boobies were out there just kept making things so much worse. They were, man. (laughs) They were so far. So I swam two and a half times as far nonstop in the pool. So, like, I shouldn't have been worried about it. But then those boobies were out there, man. I mean, they they were far offshore, man. They they were looked like a much bigger swim than it was on paper. That's for sure. Um, The boobies are out there. So we were standing there on the shoreline. Uh, we we both decided to go with the novice group uh, because too many people knew what they were doing. Um, I for sure was going novice group no matter what. Um, but I was. I mean, even just too many people. Oh yeah, I God. mean there was the, 40, the men's heat I think was, there was forty eight in that or yeah, something. Yeah, the men's heat so was like forty some people. Trying to swim in open water with that many people around, especially like even in our our heat those two girls just went dead dead left right <laughs> out of the gate. Kayak. so i mean people are it's very hard to swim you know in a pool you have a straight line you could stare at yeah. so it's easy to like stay on course but open water between not being able to see and getting a little bit of waves or whatever like people are all over the place so to have uh cool so in like open water um you know you can't see there's no line you can't see anything people are all over the place you have like waves and everything kind of knocking you off course so when you're in a group of 40 some people all over the place and you're not really feeling that confident about the swim to begin with i mean that's that's a lot of people and just an added added uh kind of difficulty and and just something else to worry about so yeah the novice group i think there was like eight of us and like i said the two girls went dead left out of the gate which kind of just left six people to swim so yeah uh definitely was the right call uh but yeah so we we went went with the novice group so like the men's heat went the women's heat went the uh like aqua bike crew went like all that stuff went and then we went and i was just standing on the shore freaking out the whole time that was it i mean i i'm not confident in my swimming abilities at all uh whatsoever and i was not confident as uh as we were walking in the water waiting to start um so that was that was tough uh we did start i'll let everybody go ahead of me i walked out as far as i could walk out before i had to actually start swimming um let everybody else go ahead of me and i kind of just said this is where i'm at this is where i'm gonna be and and went with it uh tried to actually swim how you're supposed to swim and just was not figuring it out. I was just blanking on it. Yeah. So I just started uh, just started breaststroking it and very poorly backyard pool recreation freestyling it with my head above water, uh, which Barb will yell at me for. Um, and then when I got to the first buoy. Hey, buoys were out there. Though. The buoys were so far out. When I got to the first buoy, uh, the chick on the paddleboard 
gave me a free swim lesson in the middle of swimming and taught me how to do a side stroke, uh, which dramatically helped. Also very impressive. I don't know how you heard her do this because I could not hear anything I well, mean, my, between the swim cap and the, and the just, I don't know. They could have been screaming at me when I went past the kayaks and I would have had no clue. So that's impressive. You were able to well acquire a new skill in the middle of the race. Out my, there. my so, head was impressive. above, my head was above water. So, um, she like taught me how to do a side stroke in the middle of the swim. And I ended up doing that for probably the last good while. Uh, so never, never touched the kayak. Never touched. I never, the buoy. never I mean, touched the kayak. Never touched the buoy. I think that's a big surprise. I, I didn't touch it. I refused to I touch think that. Them. Was kind of. I will say I meant to tell you this on Sunday, uh, but that one dude who was standing next to me on the shoreline who said he was going to start backstroking it partway through, he did because he started going very in, early on. He started doing it in a circle. He did that very early, right? Yeah, like I saw, I saw somebody doing it very early. Yeah. So I don't know if it was him or not. When we passed the first buoy, he was ahead of me and he just started going in a circle backstroking it. And like the kayaker had to like yell one, at him. One like a duck swims in a circle. Is that <laughs> what you're saying? Yeah. The kayaker had to like yell at him saying that he was going the wrong way and he was just circling. It <laughs> it's was so easy to get off course. It was quite it was quite funny. That's um, why I wanted no parts. So let's uh why don't we just go piece by let's stick with the swim. Let's just go piece by piece. Yeah. Do the swim. So I, I did uh, finish the swim though. Yeah, finish the there. swim. I no. was the last one to finish, but I finished the swim. No, um, no kayak, yeah, no paddleboard, no, no, no breaks. Boat. I mean, I think that was uh, that's definitely definitely a good effort based on where your swim was at at the point. So, yeah, that was good, man. I um, I won't say I wasn't I wasn't freaking out. You know, I obviously kept saying the buoys were out there, but I was very confident that I could swim that far. Um, I hadn't in open water, and I hadn't in a wetsuit, so I wasn't you know. I wouldn't say it was a slam dunk. I was going to do that whole thing nonstop, but that was my goal was to swim the whole distance, no breaks, nonstop, uh, whole way through. So I was pretty relaxed. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't that worried about the swim and it definitely helped. Like I said, I, I was very like aware of what was going on around me. So I saw those two girls just take off dead left <laughs> right into the kayak. So I'm already kind of like laughing, like, I didn't know what to expect. I've done all the, I, I got into all this endurance stuff, like the fall slash winter of 2019. And then it was COVID. So everything was canceled. So I've done basically, I've done a lot of stuff over the last year and a half, but none of it's been like competitive. You know, yeah. Competitive. I've always done it on my own or with you or whatever. So I had no idea if where, you know, like where my kind of skills were at compared to anybody else. Like, were these other seven, six people just going to take off on the swim? And like, I'm slow. Like I had no idea. So those two girls take off dead left. I'm like, all right, I'm at least going to do better than them. So they're, they're out They They went right into a kayak, <laughs> like head first in the kayak. So then I saw this dude going backstroke really early on. And I'm like, all right, this, this guy's already hurting. So like, okay. So very quickly it ended up like it got out. It was like me and some other dude out there. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm feeling smooth, feeling good. And then that dude pissed me off because <laughs> I passed the dude like early on and like, I was cruising and then he came flying by me and then he grabbed onto the buoy. So then I passed him again and then he came flying by. So he was swimming like buoy to buoy and then taking a break, which not that's like not against the rules or anything. But I was really trying to make the whole swim nonstop, which I did nice and smooth, like felt great. I had kind of shot for like, I wanted to do the swim in 16 minutes 
And when I was standing up, walking out of the water, it was like 15 something. So swim wise going into it, I, I got relaxed pretty soon once I saw some of the other people like not even make it 10 feet before they were off course, which was seems impossible. But um, yeah, swim, swim went really, really well. Um, how, how do we feel? How do we feel coming out of the water? Dude, like, I where, can't... where was where was your head at? after doing that without any breaks like where were we at i know i know you said you were last it took you a while but yeah how do you feel not having to take any breaks i mean th there was definitely that sense of like there was no point during the swim that i thought i'm not gonna make it like because i knew that like well, there was a lot of that going in well yeah but like that was good it, it was it really just a sense of like as long as i'm moving forwards and doing something like i'll get there eventually it's just going to be slow be tomorrow. Yeah. Like it's just going to be slow. Like, so like there was no point even like, so the, the swim was like out 90 degree right turn really far across 90 degree, right. Really turn. far across, really far. Those buoys were out there. Yeah. Um, and so like when I was after the first buoy and I made the turn, I was like halfway through that. And I was like, all right, I can, I can get through this. It's just going to be a matter of, how long is it going to take me? And so at that point, I was just trying to conserve energy to the best of my abilities. Because if I would have tried to like freestyle it all the way back through from that point on or anything like that, like it, it was just going to wear me down that much more. So I was just taking it easy, even though I wasn't swimming with great efficiency like i was doing it easy enough that i was still moving but not killing myself this might not be the question for you since you didn't have glasses in the water but i was fogged up like shit i could, I could not, see. not I, I wasn't but i could not see that sighting buoy to save my life it took me a while but i didn't I, I, I could see it like when you were standing on the shore it didn't it didn't seem that far from the other one but then as soon as i made the turn around the first one i couldn't find it dude death perception is way off as soon as you get in the water was it was tough up, but, but like I, I i knew that i could get through it coming out of the water though i was literally i was just gunning to the point where like the moment my foot could touch the ground again like i was kissing done the, kissing the ground and like, stuff. like <laughs> i like when i was swimming i was like i would like periodically just stick my foot down to try to see if i could touch it and the moment my foot could touch, I just stood up and just walked. I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm not swimming anymore. And I came out and you got those people, yeah, which is nice. Like, they're cheering you on. Like, yeah, you did it. Like, good job. One thing down. I'm like, I straight up was just like, I effing hate swimming. I'm never doing this again. And I said that to these people like, you did it. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> I was like, this is awful. It's negative. Um, but after that, I was like, all right, great. I mean, I knew I was last coming out. I knew I was going to be last coming out. But uh, thankfully, I did have confidence going into the next two things. Yeah, I was pissed that dude got out of the water before me with his little buoy strategy. Yeah. Um, but I got That's out tough. there second, which was fun. I felt I was pumped, man. When I when I got out of the water, I was it couldn't have I was juiced. It couldn't have gone any better. So I came out of there pretty excited. Had to jog up that hill a little bit. I walked it. Kind of was taking the wetsuit off while jogging up the hill to where the bikes were. Got through. Um, it's tough getting out of that wetsuit, man. Getting out of the wetsuit <laughs> Dude, and so in the bike clothes and it's a pain in the ass. But I mean, I got through it. My transition time was pretty good. So that bike, though, is just. I think we kind of talked about it on maybe last week. So yeah, know. I think we talked about it after we went up there. But it's hilly. Like the whole bike is is on hills up there and. I mean, there were some people that were 
like got off their bike and were walking it up the hills at a couple of different points. I yeah. saw at least two or three people doing that. Yeah, so I saw a few. That's a brutal bike. Just just burns the shit out of your legs trying to get up those hills. And yeah. uh, not a long bike. I mean, it's 12 and a half miles, but a tough one for sure. Hey, hill, so. Hills are hills, man. How, how would you feel there? Because, you know, we got, I think you only got outside on your bike once before that. Yeah. So how do we, how do we feel on the bike portion? Uh, I felt good. Um, so for those of you that don't know, uh, the ride that, or the day that Ryan and I went up to Moraine where I forgot my wetsuit was the first day that I rode my bike on the road ever. And I've had the bike for like three months. Um, that was the first day I rode it on the road, rode it on those hills. So, um, getting onto it after the, you know, the transition and so forth. Uh, I felt okay. I was like, all right, you know, I, I kind of know what to expect with the hills. I kind of know what to expect on the bike. It's just a matter of like, wh- how am I going to do with it? Um, and I felt pretty good until I made the first turn coming out of like the main road. That's a sneaky hill there too. Yeah. Oh just yeah. To that, get up to yeah. The just road. to get up to the main road. Yeah. That was a sneaky hill. But when I made that turn off to get up to the main road and I got stuck behind that truck with the boat, <laughs> I was so mad. Yeah, so the, the bike part was on the roads in Moraine, if you've ever been there, and it wasn't closed. Yeah. But the park was open. Uh, they had a bunch of cones, like, in the middle of the road to kind of, like, warn people that there's a race going on. But, yeah, they were just, I mean, there, there was traffic. Stuff, so. so I got stuck behind a truck and a boat um, for that first downward hill, which kind of sucked because I was really g- hoping to, like, use that as a moment to just, like, really settle myself down and really just like pick up some pace, pick up the pace, you know, settle myself down and then just go. But I got stuck behind this, this boat and stuff and truck. And, uh, that kind of took, uh, a bit of time for them to finally let me to get around them. Um, but after that, I felt, I felt fine. Uh, got down to the fork in the road, hit the right side. Like we're supposed to, was going down. We're ready for that one. <laughs> uh started going down and that was like when we did it there's like another fork in the road on the other side and you just like we just kept going around the circle going right back through like a giant roundabout uh but apparently the bike course was actually going straight and you go straight up a giant hill mountain like giant hill mountain. um and i passed like four people going up that thing yeah, I did most of my passing on the hills, which I felt good about. Yeah, I, I passed like four people going up that hill. And that was when I finally caught up to... That's uh, when most of the people were walking. Up yeah, there. that was where most people were walking. Uh, but I caught up to Backstroke uh, Man on that that's hill. That's where we're going with Backstroke Man. <laughs> backstroke Man. I got nothing else for him. Um, but that's where I caught up to Backstroke Man. He had gotten off his bike and was walking. And um, I passed him right at the turn. And his buddy was had just made the turn and was going down the hill backstrokes buddy you're saying yeah backstrokes buddy um and so made the turn just started hammering the hill definitely was going faster this time around than i did um the first time we were up there it's a little fun a little scary a little fun a little scary is absolutely true um and then i just rode behind that dude for like four to five miles uh, until we got close to the second turnaround out by the McDaniel boat launch by like 422. Um, and like right at the entrance of the park, we have like the, the, the bike rental building and things like that. Uh, I passed him there 
and then as soon as I passed, backstrokes, buddy. Yeah, yeah, backstrokes, buddy. As soon as I passed him, my whole goal was just simply like hammer past him, get as far ahead of him as possible to make me feel better about sucking ass on the swim, um, which I did. Um, hit the second turnaround, got passed by one of the Olympic bikers on the turn, and they started what 15 minutes after we did 20 minutes after we did yeah but those dudes had some pretty serious bikes man yeah they they were definitely cruising uh but that dude passed me on the turn at the second turn uh as he passed me i was like you got it man go crush it just gave him a little hype up and then he just like nodded at me and bolted away on the bike (laughs) and i was like all right see ya um but got that done passed a couple other people on the way back um climbed up that huge hill uh again got passed by more olympic bikers um but yeah we had to climb up like the 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 super big hill i got passed by more olympic bikers and then went down to the transition for the run which i was thankful that i talked to you about like the whole bike shoe thing and how i didn't do that because the transition going from like the bike to the run was way simpler. Yeah. Not having to like change out my shoes. Um, and then went into the run. Uh, I almost wiped out actually getting off my bike. Cause I went to like step off my bike and then kind of like jog it down to a walk. And the moment my foot hit the ground, like both my quads just about like <laughs> gave out there was like face planted. Um, but went into the, uh, how, how, how was your bike? Um, so one, yeah, one thing you pointed going. out there, um, you said you were kind of making up for the swim. That, that's really the cool thing about doing like the triathlon is like all three things are so vastly different, like different body types and different backgrounds and stuff are just different at each of the things. So like some oh, yeah. people might crush the swim and then they don't have like, you know, if you're a really good swimmer, if you're built for swimming, you don't have like big, strong legs usually because that makes you kind of sink down. So, I mean, people were, um, people that are really good swimmers might be not have the strength for the bike or, you know, people that are like heavier are usually really good on the bike, but then that might make it tougher on the run for them. So you do kind of have those, you know, things where maybe you just have to get through one thing and then crush it on another thing. Or you might be like, I would put myself kind of, I was like kind of half decent in all of them. So there are people that were faster on the swim, faster on the bike, faster on the run, but kind of just overall, I was kind of half decent in all of them. So the bike was definitely the point that I was, obviously I knew with the run, which we'll get to, we'd just done a marathon. So I wasn't worried about that. So the bike is what you spend the most amount of time doing during this, this distance or really any distance you're on the bike for the longest amount of time. So it's really the, the, I don't know, event or activity or part, whatever you want to call it, where you can make up ground. So um, just so people are hopefully still listening. I'll just kind of keep it short, but bike felt great. I maintained like a good speed for that many Hills. Um, that's probably faster than I've ever done, like on those Hills. So, um, it sucked and it was like painful going up those, those Hills and everything, but was just trying to like, it was only 12 miles and just like trying to dig in and, and go, but yeah, it felt good. I, I had my watch going, but I, I didn't really look at it. And then after a while, I looked and saw kind of what speed I was I was averaging and felt pretty good about it. So that and, you know, passing some people definitely gives you a little bit of 
Makes you feel good. Confidence and um, kind of keeps you moving. So bike overall was good. Um, yeah, nothing really crazy happened uh, on the bike. Just a lot of speed um, coming down the hill, which was fun. Speed. But yeah, hit the bike, got back in. Um, yeah, hopped out, switched the shoes out real quick, and run time. Did you, let me ask you this though. So I had, I have like the Garmin watch that tracks open water swimming and all this stuff. So I kind of knew how I was doing throughout or where I was. Like, did you have like, when you got out of the water and even on the bike, like, do you have any idea? Nothing. Did you feel like you were doing okay? Did you feel like, did you have any guess at what your time was? Nope. Like what, where was your head at with all that stuff? I had absolutely no clue about any of it. I simply knew we well, had to have thought something like, did you think like I'm taking forever? Or did you like, this is going better than I thought? Like, uh, how did you feel this, you were kind of the, the swim mentally? I was like, this is taking, this is going to be rough. Like this, this time is going to be a little, t- you know, brutal on me. Um, the bike felt like it went by fast, but I think it was also just the fact that like this time around, I wasn't by myself biking. Yeah. You know, I wasn't isolated. Like I was seeing other people. I was passing, you know, the volunteers and things like that. And I think that just having that extra kind of space taken up in the environment just kind of helped make things go by faster. But in terms of like overall time wise, I was clueless on where I was basically the entire time until I saw you on the run. And I will say you without glasses is hilarious because you could not tell it was me when you passed me on the bike until like the last possible second. Like I just saw you staring at me and like squinting really hard and like trying to figure Dude, out if it every, was me or not. Every person I passed, I was like, is that right? Yeah. So like I him? saw you. I, I was trying to look you, for your bike like, first. I was trying to always look for your bike. I should first. look for my helmet, man. My, uh, that was harder though. <laughs> so I, like I, I would see you like, 200 yards before well, you Well, I was also me. wearing a yellow shirt and like... Well, I just like, I don't know. So I just saw you and then you would be like staring at... And I was like kind of giving you one of these yeah. or whatever. So like you were staring at me until like the last possible second. And then you were like, oh yeah, yeah, that's him. Hey, what's up? You know, like how you doing? So I, I loved our, our like just very silent communication as yeah, in bike just, each other. Hey, <laughs> just hey. every time just a nice um, little fist bump in the air. So yeah, then we got into the run. It's a 5K. It was about a mile and a half out, mile and a half back. So I saw you and when I saw you and I told you like it was when I saw you it was basically right at like an hour and a half. So when I told you like, hey, if you keep cruising, you'll make it under two hours. Like right before I said that, would you have thought under two hours, over nope. two hours? Like, did you have any idea where you were? Uh, I, I would I would have still thought that I was going to be at like two hours or over. Yeah. I, I still thought I was going to be at two hours or over because I thought the swim was just going to absolutely crush me. Uh, in terms of time. And I thought that getting stuck behind that stupid truck and boat was going to yeah. affect me. So it can really compound. And that's the cool thing about well, the not good thing. Like yeah. if you, if you, if the swim goes poorly or like they showed you that technique that obviously helped, but like a lot of times when people start struggling with the swim, they start overusing their legs and over kicking. So then now your legs are tired getting onto the bike mm-hmm. and then the bike's hard. So your legs get even more tired. And then now you got to try to run on like, very very worn out and tired legs yeah. so it can get it can kind of go either way i also the other thing that for me was like i gave no shits about the transitions like i didn't rush them i didn't do yeah. anything like i simply would just I, I got up in the transition area i walked from the swim all the way up to where my bike and shit was i 
you know, took my stuff off, you know, not leisurely, but like, I also wasn't like rushing it either, you know, dried myself off, threw my shorts and shirt on, threw my shoes on, you know, like and went, but like, because of the, the transitions, because of how the swim was, the little hiccup on the bike with the truck, I was like, ah, like, I was thinking two hours, yeah. you know, two hours, two Oh five, you know, kind of time frame. So passing you on the run and you telling me that I was about, I had probably just crossed over or no, I was you nearing like a mile in. Yeah. I was, I was nearing a mile. I think in. I had just hit two miles on the run before I saw you. Yeah. I was, I was nearing the, the mile in part of the run. And that was when you told me and I was like, Oh, Oh shit. Okay. Like I'm already running. I'm already like going here. I was like, Oh, I didn't. And so like, I will say that that did kind of give me like a little boost of uh, like just mental adrenaline to kind of keep myself going at that point. Cause I was like, Oh, I didn't think I was there. I didn't think I was doing that well, you know, for my first time doing this. Um, but going to what you had referenced, we did just run a marathon uh, like three weeks ago. Um, so I felt pretty damn confident on a little 5k run, even with my legs being a little fatigued out. Um, and I passed quite a few people on the run. Yeah. A lot of walkers. Um, I, I passed quite a few people on the run. Yeah, I did. Um, just going back to the transition thing. So it's kind of like a weird, like you can lose a lot of time in the transitions. Like I was trying to keep it moving, but then at the same time, like obviously while you're swimming, you can't drink anything. So like, I didn't yeah. want to rush. I want like, so as soon as I got there, first thing I did was take my wetsuit off, but then kind of, as I was drying off, I tried to make sure I got like some of my drink in there, like just to get some carbs, electrolytes, some water in there a little bit. Um, and then same thing on the run, on the switching to the run. We talked about this cause the bike is so hilly. You're always either going up or down and that's not really great times to like drink on the bike. Mm -hmm. So then I tried to make sure I got like enough in before I switched over to the run, but I tried to keep the transitions moving just cause we had so far to go to like get there. Yeah. Um, that you could really, I mean, you could start losing like five, 10 extra minutes or whatever. So yeah. Yeah. I tried to keep it moving and then the run was fine. It ended up, um, yeah, I mean, heading into it, my goal, um, I guess it's, kind of get back to the time or whatever so my my goal was i wanted to get it under i wanted to be in the 130s so i wanted to try to get it under an hour 40. so once i got into the run and saw kind of like what pace i was going to be able to hold for the run i knew i was going to be good um ended up I, they didn't post our results but i ended up on my watch it was like one hour 36 or something so it's, it's somewhere around there but um definitely under 140. so i kind of knew i was going to be good there and I probably would have guessed two hours for you. It's just kind of what I guessed. So it was good to see you whenever I saw you on the run um, that you were going to definitely make under that for sure. So, yeah, like I said, the bike, the bike was definitely where I felt the most confident despite only riding it, you know, that being the second day. Um, that just, I felt better on it. Yeah. And again, I mean, I don't know, you know, we'll see what the splits and everything look like, but the bike, if, if, you're, if you're strong on the bike, you're on the bike in that sprint for like 45, 50 minutes the run maybe taking you a half hour the swim maybe taking 20 to 30 minutes so you can really make up ground on that bike and yeah. get your overall time way down by crushing yeah. the bike so how about that one dude that did the 5k in like 20 minutes at the after everything the dude that took first in the men's group uh, yeah i mean i ran a 930 pace and i thought that was pretty good yeah so that dude was freaking cooking but 
Yeah, there are some serious dudes up there. <laughs> some serious In dudes. general, um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. I think that short distance like that is cool because you can just gun it and go for it, and you don't have to really hold back, which is different. Um, just thought it was fun. They, you know, all the food and stuff after. I just thought it was a cool, cool event. Glad I did it. Yeah. Cinnamon bread was fantastic. Hey, man. Free loaf of bread. So uh, highly suggested if anybody wants a little challenge. They do that mighty moraine a couple times a year, train for a few months, you'd be able to do it. So it's not yeah. like it was a bunch of stuff. I mean, we said there was a lot of people that were, uh, you know, a lot of people that really knew what they were doing, but there were also some people that were really cramming into those wetsuits as well. So uh, a, lot, a lot of people that, you know, there like was a bunch of former collegiate athletes up there or anything. Yeah. A lot of people that, you know, just do it for the challenge and, you know, train for a couple months and give it a shot. So. Yeah. Overall, one down. Will we see Tyler White return to triathlon? Yeah, I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. Why? That's I hate swimming now. I just yeah, but you just didn't do it enough. I know. I just, yeah, I, if I would have done it last year, the, I the worst sucked. the worst part about this is I was thinking about it earlier today because I was like, th- like this Friday, like we would be at the pool. We we we've, we've been getting together every Friday. That's where for, I'm gonna be for weeks, like doing this stuff. So I'm just like, damn it, am I gonna go to the pool with him again? See, here we go. He's hooked. He's hooked. So if anybody's actually still listening to this episode at this point, uh, appreciate you <laughs> for sure. But that's the uh, that's the mighty Moraine recap. Uh, I think we only went that in depth because a lot of you asked about it yesterday. Yeah. A lot of people were asking. So, yeah. good time. We made it. It was cool. So, fun stuff. Great weather. Good weekend. Here we are. So, shout out everybody that went to the picnic. Shout out everybody that asked and cared if we died in the triathlon. We did not. We are here for episode 60. So, um, just a little, little announcement thing, I guess, before we dive into transition here. So, the days are are counting down until June 1st, where we will launch our MyZone Cross Club Challenge. Team Leechburg puts it all on the line against Team Cheswick in a battle to the death of who can maintain a higher average heart rate and earn the most amount of effort points possible. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be big. So it's going to run for the entire month of June. We need as many people as possible on Team Cheswick, as many people as possible on Team Leechburg. If you're not, if you don't already have one, all you need to do to be a part of the challenge is just have a MyZone monitor. I'll take care of the rest on my end. So as long as you have a MyZone monitor, you're you're on the team. So uh, see a staff member if you don't have one to see how you can get in the game. That's way better than um, high school gym class. Yeah, you don't have to get picked last. You're just yeah. on the team. You made the team. You're all automatic. One. You're all number one. You all get trophies. So that's kicking off June 1st. Uh, really excited for that. I've, I've been really, I think a lot of people are really digging the my zone. Uh, it's been really fun uh, to use it oh, yeah. and uh, kind of teach people about that and, and use that to kind of help structure the training. But one, uh, another thing that's been really fun, me and you are kind of back in the game a little bit. I know we're back in the game now uh, back to running some sessions here oh. temporarily for me. You know, Andrew's on vacation this week, so I'm just kind of mm-hmm. hopping in there. But 
man, what a what a blast, man! It's been it's been fun getting back in there. I don't know how you you know you were kind of always doing a couple, uh, but you really picked it up the last couple of weeks running yeah. them. But man, what a what a blast getting back in there, running some sessions, meet some new people, some old old people that uh, been here forever. It's been been a good time. So how how we feeling getting back into the training game a little bit here? It's been fun. Uh, I think especially having my zone in, it's definitely it's made the training's more fun for me um, being able to kind of just look up at the TV and, and go and, and, you know, think to myself, Oh, that person, uh, that person could use some more weight. Let me just, uh, let me just go grab it and, and swap it out. Um, which I, I, I did pretty often beforehand, but now it's just so much easier. It's so much easier to look at this, look at the TV and just go up. Oh, yep. They need to do this. They need something more. They need this more of a challenger. You know, this person needs to to take a chill pill real fast, like the day that I thought Mike Vento was going to have a heart attack or something because this thing just said red the whole, entire time for like 15 minutes straight. Uh, but that was just a, a troubleshooting technical error. Um, but it's been fun. It's been it's been good time to get back in, um, get to know some new people, um, train some new people, continuing putting out, you know, just some uh, some good knowledge and uh, beneficial things and, and have some discussions with people that I don't really get to talk to that often or have, you know, these types of discussions with, you know, discussing different training methods and, and, you know, helping with people with nutrition questions and help them kind of think outside the box on things on, on how they can, you know, better improve on stuff. Uh, it's been a lot of fun being able to go through and do that again. Um, so I've enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I mean that's how we both that's how we both got started, man. Um, you know, my first my first uh, job with Anytime Fitness right out of college was training, just yeah. running running sessions all day. You started running sessions all day, so that's our that's our roots, so to speak. That's what we probably like the most. You know, we've we've both moved on to do some different responsibilities, some different duties, some different roles, but. You know, at the end of the day, training is really what we love the most. That's really oh, yeah. why this podcast kind of happened is so that we could just hit record and, and talk about some training stuff. So been fun getting back in there. Hopefully, depending on when you guys are listening to this, you know, I'll be back in there in Cheswick Thursday night. So hope to see everybody in there for some sessions. My zone definitely has been different. You know, obviously, we didn't have that when I was doing sessions before. So adds a really nice element to it. Having a good time uh beating everybody up oh yeah so That's good stuff fun. getting back in there having to uh having to adapt a little bit uh to some new roles and and um oh yeah you know covering for for andrew while he's on vacation in seattle what this a place. week so filling in yeah, loving it so being adaptable is kind of what we want to talk about today i believe right yeah for so, a few moments uh we'll, we'll dive bit. in a little bit so obviously andrew's on vacation this week so we're kind of covering for him uh, but it's getting to that time of the year, especially with everything kind of opening back up and people not being able to do as much traveling or vacations or fun stuff. Last year, a lot of, you know, sports got canceled. A lot of things were closed, you know, that are open this year. A lot of people are going to be traveling. A lot of people, and we'll we'll dive back in on this topic another oh, yeah. day more in depth because it's a really oh, yeah. important one. But a lot of people are going to be traveling. A lot of people are going to be busy running their kids to sports, vacations, whatever, um, and we just want to make sure we kind of have a plan in place or we have expectations or whatever that we're not going to just 
shut it down and, and not work out or anything like that. So why don't you explain a little more, Tyler, what you wanted to talk about there? Yeah. So, you know, like Ryan said, it, it's, it's coming to that time of the year. The weather's getting nicer. You know, things are opening back up. People are able to get vaccines if they want them. Uh, and people are going to be doing stuff again. And that means busy schedule, especially after being cooped up for the last, you know, 14 months or so. Um, so just because we're traveling, just because we're busy, just because we're out doing things doesn't mean that we can now put a, you know, halt or put our ourself and our exercise and our routine and taking care of ourselves kind of on the back burner. We still need to make sure that we're putting this as a priority, but it just might mean shifting the focus a little bit to something uh, a little bit different based on your schedule and what you're capable of doing at that time. Um, you know, one of the biggest things we hear at this time of year is, Oh, the weather's getting nice. So I'm just going to do stuff outside all the time. All right. What, what are you going to do? Mow the lawn like every other person mm. and go nowhere, mm. you know, like, what are you doing outside? Like, these are the questions that need to be answered. Are you going to be going to the park and doing park workouts while your mm. kids are playing on the playground? You know, are you going to go play with your kids and get them to join in on some of the stuff that you're doing and, and make it a little bit of a family thing? Are you going on vacation and understanding that you can't be in the gym for 60 minutes on vacation because, you know, the significant other said not to do that? You know, so it's like, okay, well, we got to make some adjustments. We got to adapt here. You know, we still need to take care of ourselves, but how can we do that? So looking at all these different things, um, you know, whether it be going from, you know, I'm in the gym 60 to 75 minutes, you know, four or five times a week, but now we're going on vacation. Uh, I don't want to like completely stop. What do I do? I mean, we adapt, you know, but at that, that point, obviously we want to enjoy ourselves. We want to enjoy vacation, but we should probably look at getting two to three workouts still. Um, they might just be shorter. They might be, you know, just body weight based in the hotel room. They might just be, you know, um, calisthenic based and, and, and hitting, you know, just some pull-ups and, and dips and so forth. Uh, that way it's short and sweet and, and you can get it, you know, a decent little workout and get it done and over with, you know, it's just, trying to find those those little things that can still provide the stimulus that the body wants and that the body needs to maintain, you know, where we are and or continue to build on their progress um, while also just balancing out being on vacation, running everything, you know, running the kids around, doing all the different things that we might be doing. Um, so really looking at your schedule, what's happening, the balance between everything and being able to um, properly balance those things and adjust is going to be huge in terms of maintaining our progress throughout the summer, maintaining, you know, our fitness and our health, um, even while living our, you know, back to normal-esque lives that we're, that everyone's wanting to get to again. Yeah. So, I mean, one thing to kind of, I think just mention real quick, cause like you talked about with like, I'm going to be doing stuff outside or whatever. It's important to realize that just because you're sweating doesn't mean it's like a workout, you know? So just because it's really hot and you're pulling some weeds outside and you're just pouring sweat, that doesn't mean you're burning calories or you're burning body fat or you're getting like 
physical activity just means it's fucking hot. Yeah. You know, so it just means it's hot and your body's trying to cool itself down, which is why we sweat. So sweat doesn't mean it's a good workout. If you're, if you're in a gym and you're not sweating, it doesn't mean it's not a really good workout. Or if you are sweating, it doesn't automatically mean it's like the greatest workout in the world. So don't confuse like when you're doing some of these yard things or you're just outside doing whatever, just because you're sweating doesn't mean it's a workout or it's doing something to burn calories. So yeah. keep that in mind whenever you're kind of factoring that into your physical activity and your workouts. So you still need to work out and, and you know, like Tyler said, be realistic about it, but don't just don't go to zero. You know, even yeah. if, even if all you do is they'll say you're on vacation, there's not a gym or you don't want to go to the gym, you want to break from the gym, so be it. But like get up, do some push-ups, do some bodyweight squats, do some planks. Do, 10, 15 you know, minutes of that. Yeah, just move a little like, bit. And it, it doesn't take as much to maintain results as you think it does. No. You just can't completely go off the deep end. You, you can't just stop moving and start eating anything and everything and just pile it on. That That's when you can reverse, you know, some of your progress and your results. So especially with these six-week challenges, a lot of people have been crushing it, getting some really, really good results. So you know, you don't want to just completely throw that away and go right back to where you were this summer. No. So keep and, that in mind, be creative. Yeah. But get something in. And I would say this, you know, like, you know, a, a lot of our listeners, a lot of, you know, our, our, our members, you know, understand and respect what we say and, and, and value what we say. Uh, and I will say truthfully that getting told it's getting nice outside. I'll just do stuff. There is the biggest like punch to the gut. Yeah. It's just like, any sense. Yeah, like, it, it just like, it, it's so mind blowing to me with those things. Like the way I look at it and, and this is really how it can go. You know, this, this outdoor exercise, these things that we're doing, you know, these, these uh, chores, yard work, going hiking, doing all these things they should be looked at as extracurriculars within your health and fitness. Like you should still be exercising regularly and consistently, you know, with your strength training and things along those lines, and then doing all this other stuff as extracurriculars. If done properly, you know, if we're doing our normal workouts and so forth, and we get to our results or where we want to be, if we, we do all these things, you know, with our workouts and we do all these outdoor based things such as yard work and hiking and all this kind of stuff. And, and those are extracurriculars. Once we hit our goal with our workouts, those extracurriculars are just going to kind of help us be in better condition, be in better shape because we're still being active. We're still burning calories doing, you know, chores and yard work, but it's not actual strength training they, they, there are differences in, that the body is is responding to between actual strength training you know consistently to oh i was just moving you know some stuff out of the garage and i i mowed the lawn like there are differences there but what happens is when we stop exercising in the summertime because we believe that just being outside and doing everything that we're doing is going to help us keep our results when we fall into later in the summer and we get closer into the fall and the weather begins to change and things like that begin to happen, it's going to be 10 times harder for you to start back up again 
And it's also going to be much easier for you to have reverse progress at that point. Like you're going to put your weight back on much faster. You're going to, you know, not be in as good as shape or condition or, or strength or anything as you could have been if you just maintained uh, and kept doing what you were doing beforehand. So sticking with a, a solid, you know, routine throughout the summer or even just a slightly reduced routine to alleviate a little bit more free time for yourself um, to do travel and things like that. But like still having some sense of routine with your strength training is really, really crucial in maintaining your overall progress throughout the next three, four, five, six months going into the fall and winter. Yeah, we'll definitely dive more in or dive in more rather. Yeah, on, this, on this this is a big one. For um, me. We'll kind of help, you know, like kind of we always do put together a little blueprint, give you some options, give you some some different templates to use with putting together maybe some vacation workouts or some busy weekend workouts or, you know, traveling for any reason type type of stuff. So we will dive in for sure. Just want to give you guys a little update on how the weekend went and uh, talk about the Mazda challenge. So we'll dive in on that probably next week. I guess we could just do that. Yeah. Seems easy enough. Um, but enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening. As always, shout out to everybody that gave us some feedback on if they'd rather stub their toe or get a calf cramp. So we appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Hopefully this one didn't stink. We'll see you next week. See you.